Welcome back to another episode of the Ugly Duckling Podcast. Today, Bryce and I will be talking about ways to improve your self-love. And we have one third of the Brody's podcast here. Um, so let's welcome Kasim to join our discussion. Wow, I wasn't expecting all that. Oh, wow, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm a lovely fan of what you guys are doing here. I feel like I told Rashida she needed to be doing this because she's one of the most, what's the word I'm looking for? She's like the Dos Equis person, one of the most interesting people in the world. So I was like, oh, she just needs to talk <laughs> and tell her story. And look at this. No cap, no cap. I love this. <laughs> Well, before we get started, though, um, for people who don't know, so Kasim is one third of the Brody's podcast. So please tell people a little bit about your podcast so they can go check you out as well. Okay. Um, it's called the Brody's podcast on Sp- anywhere where you listen to podcasts. It's available. I made sure of that. Um, it's just basically the barbershop is going to college. Just all the ridiculous, edu- the ridiculous nonsense conversations you would have in the barbershop. We do it in an educated sense. So imagine in 2021, now everybody got college degrees like it's high school diploma. So it's basically educated barbershop talk where sometimes the conversations get uncomfortable, but we try to tap in real life things from sex, the male egos to anything funny with what's going on in the world. So any topic is available and nothing is off limits. We also had an episode why men ain't shit. So it's just like, we have no problem talking bad about ourselves either. So it's, it's all fine. Like, and we Unlike Derek Jackson. Okay, sorry, I just had to say. Oh, that's a whole other <laughs> episode. Like, <laughs> yeah, I can tell me all fair what's to deal with that because I see everybody going crazy, but I have no clue what's going on with that. I'm gonna send you that some was, YouTube. Yeah, clips. that was on brand <laughs> with your uh, most recent um, podcast episode. So, okay, mother, check that out. Sounds uh, sounds interesting. <laughs> Yes, yes, it is. And also, Kasim is my cousin and I love him. So that's also why he's on the podcast. <laughs> Cheap family plugs. I love it. Yes, yeah. Like, we got to do the plugs, man. If you don't got family, man, what, what you really got? So, okay. So we can get started. Um, obviously, we always have Bryce kick it off. So, you know, today, Bryce and Kasim, y'all can both kind of just lead the way. And I always follow up with my comments as well. But the first thing I thought we would talk about is what are things you think people should do who maybe are not as confident as they want to be and they want to figure out ways to improve their self-love? So like what has worked for you? Okay. Um, Go ahead, Kasim. Take it, brother. Take it. uh, For me... In a moment of transparency, I really have not discovered self-love within myself for probably last, since when I moved to DC, which was three years ago, just because for me, I've always had an issue with trying to find myself just because I've always tried to be the funny guy, entertaining guy, even in the midst of all the drama I've had in my life, I've always somehow was able to get through it. And when I moved to DC for like the first month, I wasn't working. So everybody else in the house was, so it was just me alone with my thoughts. And I kind of looked at it as like a reset moment for myself and try to figure out what was going wrong with me. How can I improve better? Because I did have a lot of like, even though nobody would know it, I had a lot of self-confidence issues. Um, What's the other word I'm looking for? 
Uh, just lack of self-confidence. Um, issues with me, so I had to figure out how to get better with that. I'm forgetting the word right now. Um, what's the word? You're in a relationship, and then you're jealous of what the other person does. Oh, I'm trying to think. Insecurities? Uh, yes. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Bryce. I had a lot of those, but I was just able to mask it because I'm funny, entertaining, all that yada yada stuff. So that's when I was able to really sit down and have those, basically, was my own therapist, literally closed myself off from people for about a couple of days. I don't recommend everybody doing this because it gets very intense. Because I was having very open, honest conversations with myself, like, why did I cheat on the past, X, Y, Z. So just trying to really figure that out. And I used the moving as a reset moment. So that's what worked for me. I just tell people to go to therapy because my way wasn't the most, I don't think it's for everybody, but I just tell everybody, just go to therapy because I think everybody needs to find themselves. And that's one of the biggest ways because I think we all hold some form of trauma or something in that we don't speak about or that we don't know. And a third party is the best way to get it out. Mm, I like that. That's legit. I was like, I was like, Kasim, were you being passive aggressive? Oh, I, I'm the king of passive aggressive. I'm the king of passive aggressive. Like, Oh, my fiance hates it. Uh, But Hey, she's still marrying me. So it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> you gotta get your needs out, brother. You gotta tell her what it is. I do, just not in the moment. It takes like a day or two, but you know, it's, it oh. used to take like two. Now it takes like one. Now okay. I'm working on in the moment. Yes. Okay. Yes. You gotta pick and choose your battles, brother, but you got it. <laughs> and I'm trying to learn. So it's just hard. No, it is. No, I feel you. Because um, I too have I was oof, how many years now I started therapy in 2015 and I'm six years in so <laughs> definitely uh it's been a, a long tedious process of uh days where like I didn't know it well weeks where I didn't know if this was going to even help me um it took me a while for my therapist and I to actually have like a a good repertoire with each other where I actually can be transparent because I wasn't being transparent with myself on a lot of things. And um, to go back on topic with confidence. So people often get self-esteem and confidence kind of, you know, misconstrued. And um, the shorthand Cliff Notes version, for those that remember Cliff Notes, um, (laughs) self-esteem is permanent. Like, and confidence ebbs and flows. So like, let's say for example, um, you're going to a bar and you're trying to hit on someone. You might know that, okay, there's some people in here I can pull, right? But then when you actually go meet that person, then you might be like, oh, well, I know this person I might be able to sleep with, but they might not even think I'm good enough. So that part where you're saying that you might not be good enough, that's your self-esteem talking. That's that little person on your shoulder, that little devil telling you that you're not good enough. But that ability to say and know that in this situation, oh, I can get this person. That's confidence because in every situation, you might not feel that way. So to piggyback off what Rashida was asking, 
one way I worked on my confidence was actually dealing with that little devil on my shoulder. So that little person telling me, Bryce, you can't do that. Or Bryce, you can't do these things. Or um, Bryce, um, you're not smart. Um, and I just kind of had to essentially rewire my thinking to kind of like self-soothe and motivate myself to do certain things because for such a long period in my life, I told myself I couldn't do things before I actually did them. And I think that kind of really helped with my self-love and my confidence and my self-esteem journey overall. Mm -hmm. Those are good. For me, I think I wasn't maybe as aware that I had those issues. They were like definitely something like bottled up deep down that's like kind of like to Cassine's point, like you have insecurities there or trauma and you don't even realize it's there or it is there, but you kind of like try to, your brain can, when you have a certain traumatic events that happen, your your brain will make sure you don't remember or block it out. Like they, it, it will, it's almost like self-preservation in a way, right? But it's, it can be, it, it cannot be helpful in a lot of ways because then you don't actually tackle things head on. So I want to say when I ended up getting a new job back in Philadelphia, it was like 26, 17, moved back to Philly. That's when I was starting to try to reset um, and kind of really focus. But then I think I got caught up because then I was in a relationship that was mentally not a healthy place to be. Um, and so I think that's kind of where it shifted from maybe being like super, very, being confident and then kind of going back to, oh, I'm doubting myself. Um, and so then once I finally got out of that relationship in 2019, it was like, okay, Rashida, you have to get back to those things that you were doing that when you felt good about yourself. And that's like meditation, reading, playing basketball. It was like things, little things like that. And I know like I've seen you're an athlete from from college to like me, like basketball was my life. So it was like, even now I have to figure out ways to kind of incorporate it. Even if it's just watching a game on television, it's like, I have to feel like myself to feel that love and confidence and feel like I'm bringing my authentic self every day to like, to my, to me, but also to like the people around me. That, that is true. Actually, that's preaching right there. <laughs> Because I know for me, like, when you talk about the athlete, like, I played baseball, so I always thought I was going to the pros. And then once that ended, I was like, well, I don't know who I am anymore because I just thought I was going to the league. And then senior year of college, I was like, yeah, you're not going there, buddy. So you need to figure out life. And I, since then, have been on this journey trying to figure it out. And I feel like I just got it with training to be a personal trainer. And I just shifted my love for baseball to, like, my love for the gym since, like, for basketball, you could go like play pickup basketball or something. Can't really go get like 17 other people and say, hey, you want to play pickup baseball? <laughs> yes. It's not going to work. So I just shifted it into the gym and to piggyback off, to go back to your original question, that probably is the biggest thing that I do for self-care, self-love, confidence, self-esteem, because that is the one place where I will never doubt myself. That is the one place that gives me my confidence because every day you can hit little milestones there and that just gives me confidence to my other aspects of life. Yes, I think also social media was a place where I had to really like take a step back. Um, and there were times where I, you know, like people say it's so cliche to say, oh, you took a social media break, but there were times that I like deleted all of the apps off of my phone so I wouldn't be tempted to log on. So 
I was the type of person driven by accolades were like my self-worth. So you're a star basketball athlete who gets a full ride to go to college, like, or you got all A's or, you know, you got your first job and you're making this amount of money. So like it was, everything was based on like what I had. It was like, Rashida, you have to be more than that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the reason why I bring up social media is because then you're looking at your friends or just friends of friends. And let's say the job I want at Google he got right or the car I want she got or the man I want she got so then it's like I'm comparing myself and like why am I not there why don't I already have three kids and a husband and a Bentley at 25 right like I'm already putting all these crazy like expectations and stuff on myself which then made me feel horrible and I was like yo you have to realize like the universe is going to give you what you want but it's all going to happen for people at different times and you have to stop comparing yourself so every now and then, if I ever feel like I'm too deep in the weeds with like social, I'd be like, time to cut it out. Like, cause all of that is half of the truth. You see only half, you only see the positives and the picture that it took them 80 sh- shots to get. Like, you're not seeing the real struggle. No, that's valid. No, that, I mean, you took it right out of my mouth. Like it's not real. So to compare yourself to something's not real is going to do more harm than good. So no, I mean I'm I know when you go on your little breaks, so you gotta get <laughs> you gotta get a little recentered. So I'm I'm with it. Like I just feel like self love is like it's it's very um it's very objective. So it's whatever you need to do in order for you to feel centered again. So if that's what you gotta do, do it. Right. Yeah. Like, um, cause you said the gym, obviously, you know, we both got the Apple watch. So I be getting your notifications. You be getting mine. <laughs> I be up in the morning doing my workouts too. Cause that makes me feel good about myself. Like mm-hmm. that is self care for me, um, meditation. So I don't know for those that are listening that maybe like meditation or are interested in trying it. I would say do some guided meditations, Um, and do them with visualization sometimes it's harder to just like sit and breathe but if you're like just sitting in a room and like think about just what you want to accomplish and what it's going to look like how your life is going to look in the way you want for five ten minutes you know like it can change your mood facts true since you said self-love is all about it's objective one of the things that i started doing was i never stopped but i always been watching wrestling like Everybody knows me that knows this. I've, I've watched it since I was like seven. But I remember there was a period where like, you know, as you grow older, people would be like, you still watch it, it's fake. And I would kind of hide it. But then over the last few years, I kind of just said, nah, fuck it, I watch it. Like I go to the shows, I have the t-shirts, I listen to the radio shows. And that's one of those things that over the past few years, me embracing that side, whatever you think about it, just helps me feel better about myself. So me feeling better about myself means I'm better for my fiance. I'm just better in the day. So as much as people like to shit on it, whatever you like to do for yourself, do it. Because for me, I'm definitely watching wrestling. Doesn't matter all the time. I'm probably going to watch it after this, to be honest with you. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's hilarious. I know, Bryce, you like to run. Are there other things like that you like to do you feel like to get you back centered? Yeah, I mean, similar to Kasim, like, there's a lot of things I do that aren't um, socially acceptable in uh, some people's eyes, but who gives a crap, right? Um, Mm -hmm. But to answer your question, I do like to jog. Um, For my blog, taking photos and writing the blog content is very therapeutic for myself. 
watching and obsessing over Big Brother because that's my show and I watch it in like every country and I feel like I'm the only person who watches it but I mean it gets millions of viewers every every day so um yeah I just do those little things to keep me afloat and I know when I don't run or if I don't work out that my I have a different temperament like my family notices that about me like if I'm a little more on edge or not my usual self they're like go for a run <laughs> like eat a snickers yeah something not right like you're not you when you're hungry eat a snickers yeah <laughs> right I know I sleep is the one too that I kind of was playing around with there were times where I would only sleep five hours a night like whatever I was like Rashida you can't function you have an attitude like you're sluggish <laughs> you got to get your eight hours so I'm one of those people now especially you know thank god for a video on demand I can just go to bed and any other show I want to see I just watch it the next day I'm like I can't like by 10 30 I'm in bed I'm like I'll, I'll talk to you <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, you're the, the blessings because I have to get up for work at 4 30. I average like five a day, but I, I sleep in on the weekend. So, yeah, right. Sleep in that extra hour I sleep in on the weekends. I'm like, I feel so spoiled. I'm like, it's eight o'clock. I'm still in bed. Like, <laughs> listen. Oh, that's funny. But it's funny because you're the second person I know, Bryce, that watches Big Brother. <gasps> Who's the first? My podcast member, Mr. Brown, he like oh, well, I'm bringing that brother up. He needs to connect it's them. <laughs> it's hard <laughs> to find black people. Look, tell him I have a group chat for Black Big Brother on watch. So, oh, oh, <laughs> he'll join that because he's it's very serious. Every time he talks about it, I remember he told us that he tried out for the show and got interviewed. <gasps> and got that far. Oh, yeah, amazing. And then, I mean, yes, you know, we will. Listen. And then the pandemic happened. So, but I was like, oh, okay. and it was the All Star season. Yeah. Oh, uh, see, but see, never mind. We that's off. That's off air. We're gonna talk about that. But yeah, I'll definitely. Well, I need this content. <laughs> we're, we're gonna make don't, that happen. Don't worry. I'm gonna see him soon. I'll give you all his contact information. But like, I met somebody else that like Big Brother. No, like a, you. I'm like literally watching Big Brother Canada as we speak. <laughs> and it's funny because I just see Bryce's Twitter just all oh, big brother, big brother, big brother. I'm, I'm like, how are you? <laughs> I was yes. like, I feel like I know the show just because of his Twitter. Yes, I'm telling you. Yes, he's been loyal. Part of me and Bryce becoming friends was our love for reality TV because this is like 2008 or whatever. And I think Real World was still kind of, you know, it wasn't yet on the decline. Dead. Right. It wasn't dead. Real World? I was like, yes, I watched Real World. And then I was like, oh my God, <laughs> let's talk about this season. Like, yeah, so good. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I know for me now, one of the shows I'm obsessed with is Love Island. So, in terms of that's reality your big shows, brother. Yeah, that's it your, is. I mean, that's what got Big Brother UK canceled, Love Island, because the everyday commitment. You know, it's funny. My fiance put me on to that show. I think it was like Love Island UK. Yeah. Um, where it had like the black dude as the cop, and he was just going from girl to girl to girl. Yes. I was like, come on, man. You're making it bad for me. I always root for the black guy in these shows. And you just, oh, you just bouncing around. But I always tell my fiance, like, yo, one of us should go on one of these shows and just win. Just win it. Don't even care about the other person. Just win. Because all these people be making dumbass decisions. I'm just like, yo, I'm here for the money or I'm just here to meet somebody. Yeah, so do what you need to do. Uh. It's, a, it's well, not a bad idea. A lot of those people, once they do the show, they get so many, like, deals and brands. They don't have Bro. to work. 
they get new teeth all the time and it's so gym pictures. New like, teeth. <laughs> like, it would be crazy. There was like two people from that UK show that got new teeth. I followed them. I follow Nas, Nas still, just because I thought he was cool. I was like, I like Nas. I yeah, like Nas is cool. Yeah. I like his relationship. I was like, I like him. There was another one. Uh, what's that? Sh- it was a show on Netflix. Um, oh, Too Hot to Handle or Love is Blind? Love is Blind needs to come back. Yes. I think it was Too Hot to Handle because that was the one where, like, if you have sex, you get, like, minus the dollars. Yes, that's Too Hot to Handle. I was so mad. I was like, yeah, I can't just keep it in the pants. Just like, nah. it, oh. Yes, and the one black guy was like, yo, I'm hurt. Like, are we trying to get this money or not? <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to do an episode on reality TV. We would. <laughs> oh, that, that could be in itself. Listen. Yes, oh, and bro. black people on reality TV and how you feel about Ooh. it. Because I feel like black people on reality TV are ugly ducklings, right? Like, based on Western oh, standards of beauty, blah, blah, racism, etc. You so, know yeah, they ain't never getting that. picked. The black, the black girls never getting picked. She always yeah. getting picked last. It's triggering. Uh, you never got nobody doing her hair. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, come on, team. I'm like, why Where's she got this team? wig on? Like, this wig look crazy, son. Like, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, let me get out the rabbit hole. Okay, so here's right. another question I have. So for Cassine specifically, so you're about to get married. When you and your fiance have been doing like, you know, your marital, premarital counseling and stuff, what are the type of questions that they're asking you? I guess that maybe you were like, damn, I need to kind of work on that to make sure like it will not affect our relationship. Um, they ask you a lot of questions. That is just, they, they ask the most simple questions, but they ask it so though. So the way we're doing is that we're doing it with the person that's going to, like, the pastor is going to officiate or whatever. So we have, like, two books. Like, it's like a worksheet. So I'll answer a question, like, with my book, and she'll answer the same question. And then we have to talk about it. So one, like, simple question is, like, what are your expectations of your partner? Something so simple where it's, like, you talk about that with, like, first date questions and stuff like that. But, like, when you really sit down and think, what are your expectations? Like, simple thing. Who pays bills? Who does the check? Who does the cooking? Like, Stuff like that to where you don't think about it because, like, you just do it. Like, if I'm home, I'll cook. If she's like, it doesn't matter. But when you actually sit there, like, what are you, who are, who do you expect to do certain things? It's like, oh, shit, this is deeper than rap because something as simple <laughs> as, like, like, I know for one of the things for us is, like, who's going to do the checkbook? And I was like, her. And I said her because I want it to be a situation where, like, I bring, say, like, in a perfect world, I bring all the income. And she just like makes sure the stuff gets paid because I'll be honest, I'm not the most responsible person with some stuff like that. So like, if you leave it to me, son, I might not get paid because I just forgot because I watch wrestling go to the gym. I just forgot to do it. <laughs> so like, I want her to do that. It would make life easier. But then she was like, no, like her dad did that for like the household when they were growing up. So like, she expected me to do it. But yeah. then like, once we sat down and talk about it, it's like, oh, you see where I'm coming from. I'm not saying like, I want you to make all the money and I do nothing. It's just like, no. I know myself. You're you're way more financially responsible than me. I trust you with that. Like in a perfect world, we all have one account. Income goes in. I make it. You just be like, pay that bill, pay that bill, because if not, all the lights will not be paid. And I'll be like, oh shit, we forgot to pay that. That's crazy. Um, another one is as simple as in your parents' situation. What did your mom do? What did your dad do? What did you like that they did that they did? What you didn't like that they did? So. 
just when you really think about that, it's like, oh, and then how does that affect you, your relationship with your siblings and being honest and open about that? So it's really the most simple questions that you would like ask a five-year-old, but just you get way more in detail into it. There's nothing complex like, what would you do if they don't come home? No, it's nothing like that. It's just very simple stuff like for vacations and holidays, whose family will you go see? How will you rotate it? It's like, oh, oh, snap, okay. decision-making. Who will make the decisions? Um, when it comes to children, who will make the final decision? It's like, oh, like I know me and her have this, little back and forth about like disciplining on children so for me I'm more like the I'm disciplining you now and ask like for questions later and she's like no you need to talk to them now because what if they didn't understand I'm like so what if your kid just said you know fuck ah I just want you to associate fuck with dad went wow not wild like beat your children but like I remember dad blacked on me when I said that so I know that's a bad word instead of sit down and talk to you understand ah, I get that so we kind of go back and forth on that right now so this mm-hmm. I everybody needs to do it but be ready to have some awkward conversations because I know every time we do it we always start so far from each other on like the couch and then inch our way back to each other after to be like I still like you you like me too it's, <laughs> the, it's like the funniest thing in the world okay so Bryce with you um because you're also in a relationship do you feel like you are able to, in situations of self-love that you guys like maybe openly talk about, well, I'm like maybe not feeling confident or, you know, myself today that like you'll call each other out on like, hey, you need to go, like you said, go for your run or you need to go and do this or do that to like get back to yourself. Cause I feel like a lot of people think that their partner completes them and it's not true you complete yourself and then you're just two whole people coming together yeah um Mo is normally good for himself like as far as like I feel off today or like I need to do some self-care you know and yeah actually I think more so verbalizes it better than me like yeah like I'm not taking care of myself i'm not sleeping right like because his body reacts to what he's not doing emotionally so yeah. like his he'll like get sick like his body tells him what's wrong i mean i think most of our bodies do right but yeah. he actually listens yeah Me, i'm a little more stubborn like well okay. you know i got a sore throat but like you know i can still go for a 10 mile run like no you just <laughs> sit down yeah but, um, i can't <laughs> As I became an old lady, like the minute I feel like a little tickle in my throat, I'm like, let me get some tea ready. Like, no. no oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to get it from the beginning. Like, you got to catch it earlier. It's going to be a wrap. Could be COVID. Look. I will say one of the worst things about being single and living alone is when you're sick. Because you're like, yo, if I don't get up and make this soup, it ain't happening. Like, Rashida, get out of bed. You have to get stuff done. Like, if you want to get better, you're going to have to go to CVS and buy yourself medicine. And I'm just like, oh, I'm really lazy right now. It's like, I can't be like, mom, can you like go for me? Like, she's like, girl, I'm on the other side of the world. Bye. I mean, yeah, that's real. The way Amazon set up, just like, can you ship it to me at least? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're working on that. There is an app here in the Bay Area, at least, where you can get like your prescription drugs like delivered to you, but not like over the counter stuff. So still not quite there. (laughs) Mm. 
Maybe Instacart. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but not that not that charge, that service charge you begin. Be costing nah, more than the groceries. Yeah, it, it's it's ridiculous. I hate it. That charge would <laughs> be like $25. You'd be like, I just go myself, yo. Just fuck it. I just right. I just filled my tank up. Come on. <laughs> what you mean? Exactly. That's why I don't be doing Grubhub either. It'd be like eight dollars service charge, fee, tax, tip. I said that was across the street. I'm gonna that go was a it. whole meal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a whole Chick-fil-A meal. Come on. Right. But yeah, um, <laughs> back to what you were saying, uh, back to what we were talking about. Like, yeah, there's been times where like he picked up on like I was off, just off the rocker. Like, have you been like, have you got enough sleep? I know you be getting that five hours. Maybe, maybe you might need to get like two extra. You got a little <laughs> off today. Like, you're right. I'm a little off today. I ain't, I ain't. That's the truth. <laughs> no, right. I think it's good to, like, see that in each other and not take it personal, right? Like, I'm sure for both of y'all, like, if you're off or even if your partner's off, you're like, I'm going to give you your space. Not like I'm not talking to you today, but like, hey, go and take a bath or go do something you want to do. Um, Go hang out with your friends for brunch. Like, re, like just recenter yourself. Because yeah. then you'll be a better, happier person versus mm-hmm. some situations where you're not feeling yourself, you're not feeling your confidence, your self-esteem. It's almost like it could end up really affecting your relationship because then you're like attacking each other or you like lash out at your partner, like almost as a defense. It might not be consciously on purpose, but like, then it's just kind of like, get out of my space. Right. Because you're not nah, feeling that's yourself. Because that's one of the things with me and my fiance, I know. Whenever she's feeling off, I'm always again. I'm like, all right, I'll give you your space. You know where to find me. We live together. So when you when you're ready, you can come talk to me. I'm not gonna. I'm not the type to like really force you to talk to me in the moment. I'll ask once or twice, and then once I see that okay, you're still set. Once you feel better, you know where to find me. I'll be somewhere around this house. Just come talk to me and grab me to where I'm. I'm the act, actually opposite of that myself. So when I'm upset, I want you to talk to me right then and there in that moment. So it's like, oh. Uh, I'm a complete hypocrite in that aspect. And I know it. And I tell her that every day. And she's like, I hate it, but I still love you. So it's it's hard because you wanna you wanna talk to your partner about that, but sometimes you don't wanna it's trying to figure out the right words to say to them when they're upset, or because some people are more sensitive than others and you kinda have to like gauge that and know your partner. So that's like a level of vulnerability or trust that you have with your partner to where your partner can come up to you and be like, yeah, seen you, you've been an asshole lady. Go go to the gym. Like just get out of the house. It's like, oh yeah, you're right. I, I should go with you right, you're right. And then being able to take that like she's not saying it because I'm like fat or out of shape or to be disrespectful. She's like, no, <laughs> it makes you happy. Go do it and then come back to me normal. And I'm like, you're right, you're right. Okay, you're right. <laughs> In my ideal world, I would be acting crabby. And they'd be like, here's a plate of oxtails with some cocoa bread. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm instantly happy. Like, I'm definitely that Snickers person. Like, give me food. I'll be happy. <laughs> See, no, there's, there's been times where, like, Rashida, like, I felt like you had an attitude. So I'm like, Rashida, go take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> That's early 20s. Like, yo, like, 99 You'll banana. Be You'll be fine. It's okay. Then we died the moment we went right. to bar crawl. Lord, okay. Those were the days. Kasim still got the photo, too. Yes. Kasim still out. got the photo. Him and Derek posted like once a year. And I'd be like, is please that, don't every, tag me. 
<laughs> somebody's birthday. It's only somebody's birthday. I have to because it's my it's my favorite photo of us because if I could ramble for a minute, that day at Beer Fest, everybody drunk and drinking, and then we go back to Rashida's. And I remember I was just gone. So I just fell asleep on the floor because I remember Rashida was talking to somebody, Bryce was talking to somebody, and I passed out first. I actively said, I'm going to bed. I don't care who's here. And then when I saw that photo, I really was like, but they were active when I went to sleep. Like they wasn't, like they wasn't slumped. I was the only one hurting. Rashida was jonesing, Bryce was jonesing. I was like, oh, they're fine. Okay, I'm gonna go to sleep. And then I was like, so why'd they just end up on the floor next to me? I truly yeah. think in my head that y'all felt bad for me and just said, yo, let's just go to sleep here too. That's what I think happened. <laughs> the real question was, who was there with this though? Cause I don't even remember. <laughs> oh, yeah, I gotta is, go though, back in the archives. This is the Philly, um, when, whenever you were near Temple, I forget the name of the- Oh, Cecil B. Oh yeah, yeah we were probably at PubWeb. Yeah, no, all, we were. All roads lead to PubWeb. <laughs> that was, this, this is very self-love because I always think about this and it makes me happy. That was the same night. I remember we were at the PubWeb and then Bryce like put his money down to pay for the food and we were just there the whole night and then nobody came and took it and Bryce took his 20 back. So I took my 20 back I was like, well, if he's not paying, I'm not paying. And then we just walked out and learned that. <laughs> that sounds right. I, was, I know I ain't paying for nobody near my cheap ass. City <laughs> boy is up one. I can't. <laughs> I, was just following, I was following Bryce's lead. That's what I saw. I said, if he took it, I'm not paying if he's not paying. <laughs> That's why I've been oh kicked God. out of there before. Just early. <laughs> <man. laughs> I miss that place. Oh, shout out to PubWeb. I miss Philly. Okay. Shout wait. Out. <laughs> So here's the last question I got for this podcast in reference to the whole self-love. So something that goes hand in hand with self-love, and I mean, we can do a whole nother episode on this, is boundaries. So in which I'm sure we will do a whole nother episode. So y'all just know we will. But for y'all, did you feel like part of the reason that you were having issues with confidence and self-esteem was because you weren't setting boundaries? Yeah. I know for myself, yeah, because... When I think back on it, I was never taught how to have boundaries. So it was a free-for-all. Like, mm-hmm. so when you're able to say no, when it's for you, that speaks volumes to your self-esteem and confidence, which is also a form of self-love. I feel like if you can't say no, how are you truly loving yourself? Because you're not doing something for you. You're doing it for other people. Yes, I agree with that. I think most of my life, I was afraid to say no, right? Because of repercussions or how other people would perceive you. You want everyone to like you as much as possible. You know, being an ugly duckling, most people don't fuck with you already. So you like, let me kind of go with it. And so, yeah, as I've gotten older, it's like, no, I don't want to go to that event. Or no, I mean, we're friends, but no, I don't want to go to that with you this one time. You know, like, I'll catch you on the flip side. Like, and it's like, this is nothing against our friendship, but like, I need this time or I don't have the money or I don't have the bandwidth. Like, I'm not going, I'm good. Right. I just learned boundaries when I moved to DC just to piggyback off my original point. Cause back in New York, I was with anything. You text me, call me, even if I was broke, I'll still go. I'll somehow make this work. I don't know how. A lot of accounts in overdrafts before, but it doesn't matter. I'm gonna go and have some fun. <laughs> so this was the first time where even in my relationship was like setting a boundary of, I like wrestling. If you're going to date me, you just got to accept that this is what makes me happy. I'm going to watch it because it makes me feel better. Yes, it's fake. I know it. It's storylines. It's predetermined. I get it. 
people watch Game of Thrones to have fake tooth. So whatever. Yes. Just let me do it. And if you let me do this, whatever you want to do, and that's literally been our relationship for three years. You let me watch this wrestling. Whatever you want us to vent or go to, I'm going to do it because you give me my boundary of watching and doing the things that I want to do. So when you want to do something, I'm an asshole. I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. Unless it's something that genuinely I'm like afraid to do because I have a fear of heights and she wants to go skydiving. And I'm like, no, I'm genuinely afraid. I would never do that. But anything else, I'm down to doing <laughs> travel. But just like, you have to respect that in your relationship because if the person respects your boundaries, you have to respect theirs. So just at the end of the day, it just comes down to respecting your person. Yeah. Oh. And also like, well, also setting the boundary and reinforcing the boundary because that's where oh, people fact. messed up. Like if you, you can say all day, like, yeah, like, um, I ain't going to let nobody disrespect me. And then when they disrespect you, you're like, oh. <laughs> what are the boundaries then like you know what i'm saying like yeah like the boundary just went out the window like oh they just exactly. left the boundary just left yeah that's the trickiest part reinforcing that like setting like setting the boundary and reinforcing the boundary and in a healthy way like you don't have to scream and yell to reinforce your boundaries and then also based on your boundary it tells you more so about the person you're dealing with because if someone can't respect your boundaries they're yeah. not necessarily for you. That's oh, a fact. Yeah. I did have one question for you, Rashida. In the dating scene, is there a way like where you bring up that like topic of boundaries like early? Do you do it after? Like, how do you go about trying to set like this is what I like to do? If you don't, this is cool. We could go out separate. This is a fun date, but I'm gonna keep it moving. Like, how do you try I to think, set that or do um... it? I don't know if it's like a definitely a, a first date talk, but I feel like as you're on the phone, I feel like that's good for like when you're Jones and then you're doing flaw, like the phone calls, because you kind of get to say like things that you like. So like in your instance, you talk about wrestling, but I'll might say like, yeah, like I, I work out five days a week or I really like watching basketball and like, um, or I like sports and like guys that I've met who are like, oh, I don't really work out like that. I don't, I don't like basketball. I'd be like, oh okay <laughs> I don't I don't know you know like and obviously I've dated men that didn't per se but it's like certain things like that or this is a one that I've kind of know for a fact there's certain guys that I knew off rip we were not compatible anyone who knows me knows I'm an extrovert but oddly enough a lot of the men that I attract are introverts right but they met me as an extrovert being myself being loud talking dancing whatever so when I'm like yeah like when you're talking their boundary may be yeah I don't really like women that like to go out a lot or like to be at clubs and you know like to do it and you're like mm, okay that is I but you're talking to me but then you're like all right well how do you feel about this how do you feel about that and then I just kind of do a lot of follow-up questions to see is this really a boundary or are you just like talking to be talking like what are you talking you know like what are you really saying and so those are times where I've definitely weeded out people but I will throw it out there I mean you know a lot of women and men out here like oh I won't date somebody with kids right so then you in those scenarios you got to ask real quick up front so you got kids <laughs> and then you say you sure or what you know of and then they say what they say and you're like oh, okay we can keep it moving <laughs> right no that's real I know for me like I did this every single person I've dated whether or not I listen to it I don't is the whole different thing but like if someone's coming to my house I'm like I'm like oh can you park on the sidewalk like 
not park on the curb, not the driveway. Like, if someone's like, why? I'm like, yeah, they ain't got no, they not going like the boundaries. Yeah. You already trying to park, you already trying to park in the driveway? I don't know you like that. Yeah, you're real comfortable. <laughs> then I asked, how do you feel about boundaries? If someone said, in a relationship, how do you feel about boundaries? Oh, I don't believe in boundaries. Yeah, Red that's what. The DJ, this record stops. Wait, what? Nah. What do you mean? I feel like you should be able to do what you want with. There's really, there's real, there are real boundaries. And some of them are dumb. Like, I shouldn't say dumb. Some of them are minute, but they matter to that person. Like, I know mm-hmm. a guy years ago who said he hates in relationships when they're at a point where the girl feels comfortable enough to walk into the bathroom while he is taking a pee or a shit. And he was like, I don't like that. I don't want you ever doing that. And I laughed because I was like, "Mm," like, personally, I didn't really care. But I was like, that's his boundary. Like, if he dating a girl, she got, she got, you know, she got to fart on the side. She can't fart in front of him. I mean, I don't know. Like, that's her. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel him though. You can watch him while I'm thinking. I feel him. I ain't gonna lie. Like, me and my me and her argue about it all the time. I'm like, I believe in that accept your shallowness, like whether that's a boundary or not. Whatever you believe in, you believe it. So like if people say I won't date somebody that has kids or I won't date somebody big, skinny, whatever it is, as long as you know it, nobody could be mad at you for it because it's like whatever you think it's shallow, yeah, it's shallow to you, but it's not shallow to him. So it's not your life, it's their life. So I feel them on that one because if I'm taking a shit, leave me alone. I'm on my phone, I'm relaxing. If I'm taking a yeah. person, I don't really care. But if I'm shitting, just leave me alone. Just yeah, leave don't. me alone while I'm watching cat videos on Instagram. Let me have my time. Facts. That's <laughs> all I'm doing. <laughs> just watching puppies and cats. Like, oh, that's adorable. I love that cat. That's the thing that self-love everybody needs to do. Watch cat videos. Cat and puppy videos make you feel better. If you don't um, smile after that, you have You know how many Yorkies I follow on TikTok? Let <laughs> <laughs> me tell you. And on Twitter, I follow, like, a lot of dog pages just to be like, Oh my God, that dog is beautiful. I want to learn how to train dogs like this. Oh, <laughs> so beautiful. Yeah, self-love, cats, dogs, clearly Yorkies on TikTok. Um, okay, thanks y'all for joining today. I uh, hope y'all enjoy listening to us rant and talk about self-love. Let us know, um, you know, what you guys do. So as always, you know, find us on Instagram at Bryce Lennon or at Love Jones Mark. And y'all are at the Brody's Pod. Is that yeah on Instagram is at the Brody's Pod. Um, but if you type us in, you'll see the logo if you type us in on Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeart, Stitcher, Anchor, YouTube. Um okay. I, yeah, I made sure we are everywhere. So Okay, good. All right. Well, again, thank you for joining us. Um, love you cuz, and we hope that the rest of y'all join us next week. Bye. Bye. We're secret agents. Rashida gets that. She'll laugh at that.